Welcome to Lagrange Point, where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science, technology, and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia, through a youth organisation with members aged 15 to 25, whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. On today's episode, we have Lauren. Hello! Jen. Hey. And Justin. In today's episode, we'll be talking about... Bionic eyes. Iron Man suits. How to control your very own personal scent bubble. And we'll look at some crazy inventions in our fact or fiction game. We're going to kick off with our Launchpad News section. And we're going to kick off with our first news story today. It is naturally all about Iron Man. So, Jen, I've always wanted to be Iron Man, but could I really be Iron Man? You couldn't be Tony Stark, but you could have a suit similar to Iron Man, just minus the cool lasers and the arc reactor. Okay, but what does that leave? It leaves a mechanical suit that can slightly or, you know, greatly improve your strength and endurance. Well, well how would this work? Well, uh, as the Iron Man suit that we'll be talking today about, it is a flexible suit. It's a flexible exoskeleton, which means that you can wear clothes over it, which makes it a lot easier. I guess it's an improvement on Iron Man, who doesn't really get much ability to change his look or style. No, not really. Unless he could find out how to make some colour-changing paint or something. Or find a good welder to re-stick re- on like new plates. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how this suit works is that it senses the fatigue in muscles, and it sends sort of vibrations through the legs, kind of like a massage chair to uh, help them. So if I if the muscles get vibrated as as they're as they're being as they're under strain, then it improves their performance? From my understanding, it reduces their fatigue and sort of allows them to continue on with whatever Okay, so unlike a hard exoskeleton, which is like where you have pistons on the side of your legs. And hydraulics. Yeah, and that can help you lift extra weight because the skeleton, like the hard skeleton, takes the weight. This one's more about enhancing the performance of the muscles. So instead of them giving up when they get tired, you could keep going. Yeah. Would this work kind of like an energy drink? I guess if like energy drink gave you energy (laughs) legs, it's kind of like permanently reinvigorating the legs. So... Imagine if you're running upstairs a lot. Eventually your legs would be like, we are so done. We can't run anymore. Let's stop. So this suit would like vibrate them and be like, no, it's okay. You can keep going. I believe in you. I'm going to give you support. And and, then it sort of eases the muscles so they're not as fatigued. When would you use this though? Well, there are many applications, um, like in defense. Soldiers have to trek long distances and carry heavy packs. So... This would just mean that they could carry on for longer. Not necessarily carry more weight, but it would mean that they would be less fatigued. Would they use this when they're training or just um, like actually in action? Probably both, because you'd have if you wanted to use it in action, then you'd have to train with it. It would be best to use it in action, because then that's when you're going to be fatigued and stressed the most. I think that's really... It's, it shows a big difference, though, because this is a soft suit as opposed to a a more rigid hard suit so when we think about exoskeletons we often think about gundams or mechs or things like that which these giant big robots with like a person inside or even like ones from the alien movies that kind of exoskeleton with them or matrix for that matter those are hard exoskeletons and a lot of those exist at the moment they're great for helping people who can't move at all move or helping people move and be able to carry like tons and tons of weight um, in like a construction site type of environment. 
So this, these are different to those suits because those suits are about enabling you to carry more weight than you could possibly carry and or be able to move at all. These ones are more, the soft suits are more geared towards extending how long you can go. So instead of being able to lift 10,000 tons, you'd be able to just stay out for 10,000 more, run for extra 10,000 kilometers. Should we be worried about um, sports people using these then? I think that's a really good point because the swim suits that exist, the swimsuits that exist effectively, they streamline you for the water, right? So they make the water flow over you be better. But if they were vibrating you as you went through as well, that means you could swim faster and longer without actually having less fatigue in your muscles. For long distance runners, this would be incredible because it would mean it would extend the range of their distance. I don't think it would help sprinters too much no. because they're, they're, those races are so quick that it's not, the muscles don't have time to get fatigued. But certainly in long distance swimming, Ironman, triathlon, even Iron two, even Would we have new Iron Man competitions where they could have Iron Man suits. But then what are we testing? The Iron Man, Iron Man. <laughs> are we testing the suits or are we testing the humans? That was the big question with the, with the Thorpe's um, shark suit. All those records that were being broken, did they belong to Ian Thorpe or did they belong to the suit he was wearing? And the swimming competitions have banned those crazy suits now because it was deemed as an unfair advantage to the people. And you weren't really testing the individuals; you were testing their their uh, technology, the technology, which is how much they could afford by yeah. sponsors. In, exactly, and, and that's less in the spirit of the Olympic Games. But it's a really interesting question. So, Iron Man suits would enable us to iron for longer. Is that is that the verdict here, Jen? I I think it depends on how intense and hardcore this ironing is. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we just have a new Iron Man competition coming for future years where people are wearing Iron Man suits. <laughs> Iron Man is super suave and super calm, but have you ever noticed how certain smells can trigger certain emotions and memories? What if there was a way to control that? So Lauren, what's this new invention? Okay, so a British designer, Jenny Tillerson, has designed, it's called a smart second skin. And basically what it does is it controls the scents around you in this little like scent bubble, this little aura around you. And this can be used for lots of different things. It can be it, it can be used for um, calming down your emotions when you're stressed. It can release um, nice scents that help control your emotions because, as you know, sense of smell actually um, is one of the great triggers in your mind for different emotions and different memories as well. In a high-stress environment, you could actually get people who are undergoing post-traumatic stress disorder. I guess this would be really great for them because certain scents can really be triggering a, a traumatic stress event, a breakdown. So if you can control the scent, that you can actually go, well, let's make sure that this odor doesn't happen for them and actually counter it by giving them um, odors that trigger positive memories and positive feelings, which is, would be really, really good. But then again, I guess, what other, what other uses could you have for it, Jen? Well, you could use it for dementia patients and people, elderly people uh, who suffer from memory loss. It's called scent therapy, you know, bring, expose them to scents that um, remind them of their youth and such. You can also do this with other senses like sound and stuff, sort of trigger happy memories. It can also be used to fight drowsiness. So if you're falling asleep in a lecture, which some of us uni students are prone to doing, um, this can actually help drowsiness in your uni lectures. What, by making me smell coffee? Yes, by making you smell coffee, which will have the placebo effect of you getting adrenaline and therefore 
staying awake longer. We've had we've had an Iron Man suit which will make us um, run for longer and be be more active for longer. And controlling our own personal scent bubble will also enable us to uh, uh, be more happy and less stressed while we do so. So combining these two things, and we have someone who's super chill but also can run forever. I guess that's a nice little application of uh, using our senses better. So moving from sense and senses of smell, what about our other senses, such as our eyes? Is there anything being done to improve our eyes, Jen? Well, the Bionic Vision of Australia researchers are actually working on a bionic eye, which would help to uh, give vision to those with retinous pigmentosa. And retinous pigmentosa is pretty much a basic or a general term for many forms of inherited retinal dystrophy or retinal degeneration. So this is basically when people's eyes are starting to fail or be less useful, which leads obviously to long-term blindness eventually. Yeah, when their retinas break down and then causes blindness or loss of eyesight. So how does this help? Well, ideally you'd be able to restore some or all of their eyesight. Of course, at the level that we are today, it wouldn't be a perfect image that a normal human eye would see. So is it like inserting um, a little mechanic eye in place of your other eye? or? So what, what it's actually doing, it's putting a small microchip, um, mm-hmm. silicon microchip in the back of the eye, which is converting the incoming light into an electrical signal to stimulate certain parts of the brain. And there's, I think, six different approaches to this happening right now across the world. It's kind of a big challenge and everyone's trying to solve it. And Australia is, is um, one of three countries that is now trialling this. Each country basically has their own approach. The Australian one's more directly embedded in the back of the eye and they're getting reasonable success. So they're able to help people who had no vision in these eyes to see lines, shapes and numbers which is an incredible improvement. And that's a great start. Um, and it's a really interesting like approach that they, we're starting to get some progress to restoring sight to people. Who are... so there's a lot of different approaches out there to give people bionic eyes, um, bionic exoskeletons, and uh, also great control of their senses. We now play our game show Fact or Fiction, where our contestant has to identify out of three Kickstarter projects, which ones are real and which ones are fake. Today from Brisbane, we are playing with us Andrew, and he's going to have to identify which of these stories is real and imaginary. So let's kick it off first with some bionic legs. Everyone complains about their height, but for people like Jen and myself who are particularly short, we have to give up our dreams of being pilots or air stewards because we're not tall enough. I'm pretty sure is there's like a height restriction. Yes, there are. The, the, they are because of the safety thing to open uh, to open cameras, right? So, but new augmentations have been developed to actually create what are effectively called you have an Iron Man suit, scent bubbles. Man, now this is a giraffe suit. A so, giraffe suit. Isn't yeah. that just still? So the purpose of this, <laughs> the purpose of this is to actually have extensions of the leg. The problem with a stilt is that your balance is really poor. Because, you know, you've gone from having a foot which is incredibly flexible and well-balanced to not having one. So these stilts are designed to actually replicate the foot, to actually extend your legs, not just to give you a platform to stand on, but to continue your legs so you have complete level of balance and flexibility as you would have previously. So this isn't so, just like cutting up your bones and sticking another like metal pole. No, no, no. no it's, this is really just to extend with it like wearing a boot that actually extends your entire foot. Can they make okay. them fashionable so, so we can wear them as, like, heels? Yeah. So what, would there be kind of something similar to a prosthetic yeah. at the bottom? Yeah. With a... But it's, 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 it's got motor, yeah. servo motors and yeah. stuff to, to actually would... adjust it. 
And so this Kickstarter is now currently running to, to produce the original prototype. If you contribute $100, they'll get you a, a, a prototype copy of this for, you know, for, for one foot. Now, this is the very basic model, which gives you a height extension of about 10 centimeters, but also um, gives you some of the feel of the function, fle flexibility of the foot. If you contribute $2,000, and what they're actually looking at is a fully-fledged prototype for this leg to give you up to, um, and you can choose the level of extension, an additional foot and a half of height, oh as well as uh, the ability to balance and run pretty well. If you actually contribute over $10,000, you get multiple legs. So then you can have a set of, you know, which, which height you want to be today and in different styles and inbuilt with lights and colors and, and patches. So that's my, that's my Kickstarter, Bionic Legs. Jen, what do you have for us? I have a bracelet. Project is for a bracelet that you can attach to your hand. Obviously, that's where they go. But this isn't just any ordinary bracelet, no. This one, it you can integrate it into your smartphone. It also monitors your circulation, your heart rate, and the movements of your tendons and muscles in your wrist. So this means that from the bottom, it can shoot out a laser projection of a keyboard, and it will sense the movement of your tendons in your hand as you're moving your fingers, typing on this keyboard. So you can send text messages without even getting out your phone, just by like going, oh look, I'm gonna send a text message. Yeah. I'm going to press my bracelet. Yeah, it's got a little screen. We'll have, it's only like a little LED screen. It's not, it's not too, uh, that part isn't, you know, too high tech, but it can, it will show you, oh, you've got a new message. It will show you, it'll, display the message across and you can choose to respond to it against um, all you need is a hard flat surface. Can you get it in different styles and stuff as well? So you could accessorize it and match it with your yeah. outfit for the day. It also has changing lights so yeah you can ch change the color of the light to your mood and outfit. Okay so um, how, how much do you have to donate to get um, one of these integrated bracelets? For $200 you can get your own personalized bracelet with your name engraved on it. For five hundred dollars, you can get you can get a one that's even more personalized and can be integrated into your own skin. So we've moved on from Jen's bionic bracelet to now a bionic tongue. So to continue on from our census talk before, and to link back to our previous um, episode about three D printing, turns out there's actually a three D printed tongue. That you can have, um, it's kind of like a casing that you can put on your tongue, and it helps with um, either enhancing or changing tastes that you get. It interacts with your taste buds and can change, for example, you know, if, if you're a picky eater, it can change the taste of broccoli to something like chocolate. So that'll, that'll actually help for, um, you know, obesity and stuff like that because you're actually eating things that are healthy for you, but they taste just as good as all that stuff that tastes bad, that is actually bad for you. If you donate $150, you can get a tongue that enhances spicy flavors, so if you really love spicy food. For $300, you can get a tongue that enhances sweet food. For $500, you can get um, a tongue that has a few different modes to change, um, for example, enhancing sweet and salty and spicy food. And for $1,000, you can get your own personalized, customizable tongue. You can, it's got like little, it's got like little USB plugins and stuff, and you can change it and customize it according to what you want. So would that include the software as well? I mean, 
Yeah, the software yeah. comes with it if you do if you donate a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars for a programmable tongue. That sounds like a pretty good deal. It sounds like a pretty good investment. So this is uh the three fact or fictions, and now we're going to pass over to our guest Andrew from Brisbane, who's going to tell us what he thinks is fact out of these three potential fictions. Okay, so you've just listened to those three stories for us, Ben. Which one do you think is real, and which which ones do you think are fake? Um, tricky, definitely tricky. Uh, I'm going to say straight up that the wristband phone sounds pretty cool, and I would say within the realm of believability, how mobile technology is going. The giraffe leg enhancement and the, the tongue sound the, the strangest by far so far. I was I was originally thinking, yep, leg giraffe extensions. That sounds um pretty pretty out there. That sounds like it's going to be the fake one. But then I've just listened to the tongue and programmable tongue um just does not sound like a thing. Okay, yeah. so th- there's actually two that are fake and one that is real. Oh well, in that case, I'm gonna have to go with <sighs> the wristband being the real one for the phone. Okay, you're gonna lock that in. Oh, yes. Yes, I will. Well, congratulations. You've correctly identified the correct real answer. Yay! Uh, Yay. There is a there is a Kickstarter to actually create a uh, a wristwatch that sort of integrates and gives you notifications. Um, it's basically a wristband that gives you notifications. You correctly identified the one. You've been in the loop on that front. The giraffe stilts are unfortunately not real, and neither are the the um, the tongue. But if you li- it would be awesome if they were. So thanks for playing today with this, Ben. And our fact or fiction segment. Good to be here. This has been the Young Scientists of Australia's podcast, Lagrange Point. Today we've talked about bionic exoskeletons, cool new eyes to help the blind see, and ways to control your own scent bubble. Of course, while playing our fabulous fact or fiction game with our guest from Brisbane, Ben. Our ending theme was composed by Audio Nanics. Head to ysa.org.au for more information on the Young Scientists of Australia. <laughs>